0: Before we get to episode 221, I'd like to ask for your support of I Can't See You. Go to ICan'tSeeYou.com slash Amazon whenever you need to make a purchase from Amazon.com. Shop as you normally do. Check out as you normally do. It doesn't cost you anything more, and I do earn a little something something for it. Again, that's ICan'tSeeYou.com slash Amazon. Thank you so much for your support. I really do appreciate it. From Studio B in Swarthmore, this is the I Can't See You podcast with David. It's like blind people for dummies. Hello there and welcome to episode 221 of I Can't See You. My name is David at David Benj on all the socials. I really do appreciate you joining me for this episode, and as usual, I've got a few things to talk about, and I've got a crazy Just Listen, but I'm actually going to talk about that before we actually get to Just Listen, and it's part of the main story for today, but before I get into the AI and chat GPT and stuff like that, I wanted to talk about the medicine that I take for my psoriatic arthritis. It's a new one. It's called TALTS, and it was time for me to renew and i called because i wasn't sure if i needed to call first for them to send the refill or if they were going to call me well as luck would have it about 10 minutes after i hung up the phone from calling on my own i got an automated call saying i needed to call to reorder my prescription and i thought that was kind of funny <laughs> but the the medicine isn't the real reason i'm talking about this <laughs> it was how I had to get the medicine. And it's a, a specialty pharmacy called Optum Specialty Pharmacy. And it's one of those drugs, TALTS is, it's an injectable with one of those auto injectors, which you just kind of push a button like you're detonating a building or or something like that at, while you hold this thing tight against your skin. And it injects it automatically, unlike the last thing that I used, which was I actually, I, it was an actual needle. There was no... It was it was not a di it, it was a DIY as opposed to having some device do most of the work. As long as I put it next to my skin and held it firmly, I just had to push a button. Otherwise, not put it in at a certain angle and make sure I pushed the plunger down at an even pace and so forth and so on. As well as that, that the medicine that old medicine uh, didn't work. Taltz has been knockwood. I noticed a difference after taking it the last time, and I've noticed over the last week that I haven't been as good as I was right after I took the medicine. And the the medicine's meant to be taken every fourth week. So you take the initial dose, which is a double dose. I basically took one in each leg. And then today, and I'm recording this on Sunday, and I'll get into that in a little bit. Today, when I did it, I injected in the left leg. Four weeks from now, in April, I'll do it in the right leg and just go back and forth. But... To order the medicine, the drug company has a prescription card. And of course, I was here just with Ziggy. And like I've told you before, Ziggy doesn't know how to read. Uh, He doesn't even speak when I ask him to. So (laughs) they're not getting any information out of him. (laughs) So I made the call and we went through everything. And I spoke to a lady named Jennifer. She was very, very nice and (laughs) super patient with me. Because if you haven't guessed, I am a very big pain in the ass to most people. (laughs) And I've known this since a very young age because my mom always told me I was. So I was speaking to Jennifer and she said, "Uh, okay, your total is going to be $100 for your copay. And I said, oh, I have one of those cards. Okay, give me the number. I'm like, oh, boy. So... I knew that I had a digital version of that, and I went to look for the email or the text message that I got from the drug company. When I found the email, it said, "I'm sorry." When I found the text message, it said, "Click here to add it to your wallet." And I thought, "Oh my gosh, I forgot I'd put it in my wallet, my electronic wallet, not my wallet that goes in the back of my pants." I opened the wallet, and I found the electronic version of the card, and I said, "Okay, I've got it here," and. I said, I'll start reading the numbers off, but I said, you've got to stay quiet because I'm listening and I explained to her that I'm blind and so forth and so on. So I start reading the group number off and that was only four digits or so. That was no big deal. Then I get to some other number and I don't remember what the number was called. And it's a string of probably 10 characters. If it were all numbers, I maybe would have remembered it because I'm pretty good at remembering phone numbers. But when you throw in a letter here and there, that just messes me up. And I couldn't do it. So she said, no worries, I'll call and I'll talk to the drug company and they'll be able to give me your information. I said, okay. Well, 15 minutes later, she was still on hold with the drug company. And I realized that, and I don't know why I didn't realize this, this made me feel pretty dumb. And I didn't tell her this. I could have just gone through letter by letter by just using the rotor, selecting characters. And I know if you don't use voiceover, Again, there's a whole bunch of different ways to get stuff out of your phone. There's a thing called a rotor that you take, basically take your thumb and your forefinger and you twist, and it brings up additional things that you can do. You can read just word by word, line by line, change the speaking rate. Mine is currently set at 70. And you can go character by character. I only do that when I'm doing text messages or an email if I want to see if I've spelled everything correctly. I never think to do it when I'm just reading something back. And I don't know why. And I guess I kind of panicked when I was on the phone because it's also hard because the people on the other end don't realize that I'm listening to my phone, not able to read it sometimes. And... and when at one point Jennifer came back on, she said, I'm still holding. And I said, OK. And I, I thought, oh, should I have told her that I could go letter by letter? And by the time I got that thought into my head, she had already put me back on hold. So I just felt pretty dumb that I could have done that. And again, it would have been helpful if I had thought of, that <laughs> thought of that sooner. On the bright side, I did probably get a, an extra four or 500 steps in for that phone call. So that's the bright side of it. And she was able to take care of it. So instead of paying $100, I only had to pay $5. I don't know what the medicine actually runs. I know previous medicines that I've taken for the psoriatic arthritis have ranged from about $4,300, dollars up to about $6,500. I don't know what it costs. So I did take it today. Everything got taken care of. Jennifer got me the medicine. It came the next day, which I was kind of surprised at how fast it got here. I don't remember where she said it was shipping from. It was fairly close, though. I want to say it was in New York somewhere. New York State, not New York City. All is good there. (music) Briefly, I've been talking over the last few months about FlightForSight.net. I can announce now, very excited, that FlightForSight.net is up and running. It officially launched on March 1st, and so things are good to go there. Have a look at it. Again, FlightForSight.net. If you are blind and would like to travel and would like to get a $10,000 travel grant, go over there and apply. And that's flightforsight.net. Take a look around the site, even if you're not blind or visually impaired and just want to see what I did. Again, Mike Walsh, and I'll probably have him on in an episode of Blind Bosses in the future. I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'm actually holding off hoping that he gets some shots with uh, some of the larger sites, so it gets a, a big boost right off the bat, and I don't want to be the one to ruin his chances of landing something that gets a lot more downloads. Basically, what you need to do, if you are blind and you're going to apply for this grant, when you do travel, you've got to post on social media, their social media, and shoot videos and do blog entries and things like that, as far as what you, how you've done with your traveling, how you've gotten along, any issues. And it sounds awesome. It just sounds so awesome. And I can't wait to see how it goes for him and Flight for Sight again. Flightforsight.net. Check it out. I'll have a link in the show notes. I want to touch on something really briefly. I was looking over some of my stats, downloads through our hosting company, which is called Libsyn, who hosts all the podcast files, both for I Can't See You and for White Canes Connect. And I thought this was really cool. Over the last few weeks, I've noticed... And I I haven't looked at individual episodes up until about a month ago. But over the last, over that time, I've noticed that when an episode drops, within about 10 hours, there's at least one download from Spain, there's one download from Belgium, both in I Can't See You and White Canes Connect. Now, White Canes Connect also gets some downloads, three of them for each of the last at least four weeks, from Singapore and some from Australia, and the Netherlands, and Germany, and the UK. They are constants now, so I know those folks are subscribing to White Canes Connect, just like I know that these people, the, the one download in Spain, and the one download in Belgium, on I Can't See You, are subscribing. What was really cool, the last episode also got a download from Israel. I haven't checked them in a few days, so there's probably some more on there. But I think it's very cool, so if you are downloading from... Somewhere other than the United States, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I hope there's some things that you find interesting. Obviously, there's something that you like. If you are a blind business owner or some blind professional, I'd love to hear from you and have you on. Reach out at the normal spots or via social media at David Benj, just about everywhere. And I'd love to have you on. Maybe also get your take on how things are for blind and visually impaired folks in your country. Again, reach out at the normal spots. I can't see you podcast at gmail.com or on social media at David Benj. I'm not going to give you the phone number because if you're out of the country, it's probably cost you an arm and a leg. So just reach out through social or the email address. As the title of this podcast would imply, I'm going to talk about AI, but it's more than chat GPT, which I absolutely love. Not that it gets everything right, but I love the fact that I can go in there and had a tweet that I needed to whittle down and I was just stumped. I It was late at night. I wanted to get this out and I took it over into chat GPT and I said to chat to get this down to, I forget how many characters I said for Twitter and I pasted what I had to say and then it reworded it. It was a little more than I could use, but I was able to whittle out. It added some hashtags and things like that. And that I, I took those out, boom, I was done. So that part is great. That could help you whether you're <laughs> whether you're blind, visually impaired, or otherwise sighted. Where I was thinking about chat happened the other day. Every month from the National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania, there is a monthly digest. And what that digest has in it is events that are coming up in that month inside the affiliate. Maybe it's chapter meetings, division meetings, Zoom webinars, other companies doing webinars, places like OVR and their meetings are via Zoom and SEPTA does meetings via Zoom. And there's some other things, things you can do in person, maybe other events, social events, things like that, blind-related, blind or visually impaired-related. One day last week... I was looking at a company called Descript, descript Descript.com. I will have a link in the show notes because I am an affiliate. And I was watching a guy who I usually watch on YouTube, and he was showing how he was using ChatGPT and Descript to do a quote-unquote podcast. Now, I don't know, and, and you'll have to listen to it, and I'll get into that more in a minute. I don't know that I would do my own podcast like that, but I thought for a segment or two or in the instance of this monthly digest where it's a lot of information that for me to read it word by word and to speak it, I can't do. And I've told you before that Lisa and I have wanted to do voiceover work and Lisa's been practicing at it and she's a lot further along than I am. So when I was watching this guy, Doug Cunnington, and I'll have a link to his YouTube channel because he if you're into any kind of marketing, uh, he has a lot of good stuff over there. I was watching him do this quote unquote podcast episode where he said he had he gave ChatGPT the prompts to write a script for a podcast on how ChatGPT can be helpful in podcasting. And then he used the script. To create the podcast. Now, what do I mean by that? Descript has some stock voices. I and mean, when <laughs> I know Alex, it's not Ken stock voices unless you load upload it. But you can upload your voice, which Doug did, and then created. And I don't know if he ever released it yet. I, I also listened to his podcast. It's called The Doug Show. You can find it at Doug.show. Again, I'll have a link in the show notes had his voice reading this script that ChatGPT had just created. All in all, it took probably about 20 minutes total for him to create the podcast. He still had to upload it and so forth and so on. And he still had to go back and fix it. There are some things that it said. For example, it read ChatGPT as something else. And I probably have talked about that with voiceover on my phone. Sometimes when it Chat GPT, I don't know how it pronounces it, but it's probably something like chat. It reads the letters not as, it reads as a part of the word, not as individual letters. So I thought, man, that would be cool. And then the monthly digest came out. So I knew that monthly digest was coming. So a couple of days before I took one of my podcast episodes where it was just me and the lady that starts at the beginning with from Studio B and that sort of thing, the English lady. And I uploaded that. It was about an hour worth, 45 minutes to an hour. So it got a good idea of how I sound. And it took about 18 to 20 hours for it to learn my voice. And then what I did, I took the email that Stacey Leap had sent out and basically used that as a script. Now, as I said, some things, it said funny. Funny. For example, when it said NFB of PA, it didn't say it like that. It said NFB of PA. There were some names that it mispronounced. There is the lady who is president of the greater Philly chapter. Her name is Denise Brown. But Denise is spelled, at least the way she spells it, is D-E-N-I-C-E. So it sounds like Dennis. And my phone does the same thing. My phone says Dennis all the time. So, what I did, I went back in and I changed Denise's name. I added it, I took the C out and put an S in. So then it sounded right. I didn't catch a couple of things, though. It didn't say some last names right. One I did catch, and I think this is funny that it pronounced it this way. There is a lady also in the Greater Philly chapter. Her name is Levette Bird, B Y R D. But it said Levette Bide. It didn't say the R for some reason. So I just changed the spelling from a Y to an I. So it would be spelled like bird and then it would be pronounced like bird. I did this episode and it, there was a little bit of a learning curve because of, I'd never used this before, but I would imagine that I could get each month doing it this way for the monthly digest, 15 minutes to a half an hour to create an episode. Now, I did the very beginning, I did the intro, and I did the outro because I open White Canes Connect by saying this, hey there, PA Federationists, welcome to another episode of White Canes Connect. (laughs) If I used the AI version of my voice, it would say something like, hey there, PA Federationists, welcome to another episode of White Canes Connect. It would sound like me, but it would be me with the lobotomy. (laughs) So I knew I wanted to do the intro and outro. And again, because it was 1.30 in the morning when I was doing that, it took me a couple of times to get it the way I wanted it to sound. And then I did have to chop a couple of things out because even though I didn't speak long on either the front end or or the back end, I still had to chop some things out. So I thought it was very cool that it was able to do that. And I think it gave my voice a little bit more credibility because I did my actual voice doing the intro and the outro. Like I said, if I used the AI voice, my AI voice, it wouldn't have been nearly as unrecognizable. And people didn't know when I told Jane to listen to it. I said, Jane, I need you to listen. You only have to listen like five minutes. Just listen to a little bit after the first bit of music, not the intro music, after I finish talking, and then you hear some music, and then you go into that. A little stinger, basically, like or bumper, uh, going from one segment to another, kind of like I have here now. She listened, and she thought, boy, you said affiliate funny, meaning affiliate. I said, it wasn't me. Yeah, 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 you said affiliate funny. I said, Jane, it wasn't me. I said, I sent a script in, and had AI do it in my voice. She's like, wow, that's pretty cool. And a couple other people have listened to it, Stacy being one of them, since she created the document. And she couldn't believe how cool it was. I don't know how great it was to use for a long segment like that, but here's where it'll be helpful. Descript also does editing, and you can edit with just editing the words. So if I say four score and 27 years ago, and like, whoops, I could go back in when I'm editing that, find the word or the number 27, take out the 27, and just put in the word seven. Now, maybe I shouldn't have guessed, I, I shouldn't have said 27, maybe I should have said 24 or 14. Let's say I said four score and 14 years ago. Wait, that's wrong. Holy cow, what am I thinking? I could go back in, take out the word or the number 14, put in seven, and it would sound like me. Again, it would sound like me a little down, depending on how I was saying it when I was speaking it. It would probably be noticeable, kind of sometimes here. Now, when my voice starts to get a little congested and I clear my throat, and of course, I edit that throat clearing out, and then I start talking again. So my voice is much stronger after I clear my voice. But it would be something that I wouldn't be have to go back in and either re-say it or try to edit it in a certain way. I could just edit it like that. And I may try to edit this episode like that because you can do that just by striking through things if i don't want to say things for example i just messed up a couple of minutes ago i could just strike through that and it will remove that i don't know how it removes time when i'm collecting a thought and there's a pause or i've said something wrong and then i pause before i start speaking again i don't know how that works and i don't know because it's sunday afternoon now i may just edit this the normal way and maybe in the next episode i will do it that way But it is very cool. So I started thinking, how could I use this on a weekly basis? And one of the ways I thought I could use this, if I did a little segment on Brian Fischler has gotten me into tech tidbits, it comes out every Thursday. And basically there are links to different stories uh, on, obviously, technology. And I thought, how cool would it be to grab that article – whatever the article might be on, and have it summarized by chat GPT, and then take that and create a little quick update segment, text segment, whatever you want to call it. One thing is clear by looking at my numbers, that when the headline has something to do with technology, my numbers are higher for that episode. Similarly, when I have somebody on the podcast, and I've talked about this before, when I have someone on, the numbers are more. That's due to, I get every episode out to my network, but when I have a guest on, they also get that out to their network. So it gets double duty from social and mailing lists and things like that. Not that I have a mailing list, but that will be coming. So I thought that would be pretty cool. And when Lisa heard me do that other episode, and it's White Canes Connect episode 063. I'll have a link in the show notes, and again, that's also going to be, spoiler alert, the segment of Just Listen. So you can tell me how it sounds. I'm not going to obviously play the whole segment, because that was around 18 minutes, but I'll play a good clip of it, so you kind of get an idea. It said some things funny. I say Saturday. It said Saturday. Like it took the T out. Saturday. (laughs) It also said Yahoo instead of Yahoo. It said dag instead of dog, like I was from New England or something. The fact that I was able to create that episode so quickly makes it very useful to me. Now, I've gotten some feedback from Lynn Heights, who's the president of the NFB of Pennsylvania, and she had suggested maybe using some of the board members' voices to do those segments. That's fine, but obviously I'm going to have to they're going to have to have a good audio recording of their voice. It can't be on something like your computer speaker, your computer microphone, and it's sounding like you're across the wall, uh, across the room. It's going to have to be a good, clean audio. It's going to have to be half an hour to an hour long. They actually have scripts at Descript. And again, I'll have a link. It'll be my affiliate link. And you can check it out for free. That's what's cool. You can check it out for free. If you want to do all of this stuff, you do have to pay. And you have to do the pro version to have an unlimited vocabulary. If you do the free version, there's a vocabulary of 1,001 words. What's very strange, though, when I did it as the free version, sometimes it would say a word, sometimes it wouldn't. And when it didn't say the word, it would say jiggy. (laughs) So it would say Jiggy first 2023 but then later on when I did it it would say March 1st 20 Jiggy. It would say Federation sometimes because she's from the National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania, sometimes it would say Jiggy instead of Federation. I should have saved that. I should have recorded that so I had that too just to show you. But again, it's you can sign up for a free account again. I'll have a link in the show notes. It's an affiliate link. So if you ever do buy something, I I believe the payment there is 15%. So please, (laughs) please jump in on that and pay for a whole year. That would be greatly appreciated. But what do you think? Is it ethical? I mean, because it's my voice, I would think it is. But it's a very dangerous thing, I would think, because what if somebody got a hold of my account? They could make me say anything. Literally. They could type it and I would say it. It wasn't actually me. And Jane and I were talking about this. And if this is this good for everybody, imagine how good governments have it or big tech companies have it, how much better it must be. So go give it a look over at the script, and again, link there in the show notes. And again, I'd love to hear your feedback. And um, it's not just as, I couldn't just take somebody's voice And let's say I had somebody on the podcast and I just took their audio track. I mean, there's people that I could take their audio tracks from a recording. And because we talk a little bit before the show and after the show, while the show itself might only be a half an hour worth of them speaking, we talk for quite a while after. So I would easily be able to get 45 minutes to an hour of somebody's voice. When you go to upload it, there is something that has to be read right then and there before it will process your voice. So it's not like I could go grab anybody's voice and do that. But let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Before we get to Just Listen, I want to talk about another episode of White Canes Connect, episode 062 with Paul Howard and Chris Crawley. They are from Noble, the National Organization of Blind Black Leaders, which is a division of the National Federation of the Blind. It was the second of our two Black History Month episodes, and that dropped at the very end of February. So go have a listen there. It's amazing at all the things Paul saw or has seen over his nearly 50 years in the NFB. He joined in 1975 when he was a college student at Boston University. 1975, I turned 11 years old. So he's a little bit older than me. (laughs) So go check out that episode again, episode 062. And as I previously mentioned, episode 063 is the monthly digest. So if you have any interest of what's going on in the National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania in March, go check it out. If you're curious to hear how it sounded, the entire episode with the AI portion, and again, the AI portion is about 18 minutes long. That's episode 063. You can find it on Apple and Spotify and all the places you normally find it. I will have a link to the direct download in the show notes, though. All right, I know you've probably been waiting for this since I told you I I was going to play something. Here is a clip from the AI version of me in episode 063 of White Canes Connect. What do you think of it? I'm going to play it from the beginning, and then I'll edit some other things in, and I'll try and grab some things where it mispronounced some words that I don't pronounce like that. So here it is, the AI version <laughs> of Just Listen. Welcome to our March 2023 monthly digest, a monthly newsletter of the National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania. During the first few days of the month, we will start sending out our calendar of events. These events will be within the National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania, as well as any pertinent information from the National Federation of the Blind, and the Pennsylvania Blind Community. If you or anyone you know have any upcoming events or information that can pertain to the blind community in Pennsylvania, please send them to stacyleap at stacy.leap at gmail.com by the 29th of the month so it can be added to our calendar for the following month. A message from our affiliate president, March 1st, 2023. Hello, everyone. Happy March. Spring will be here soon, and we will all feel better about getting out and about. There are several outreaches and conferences coming up in the next few months, and I hope to see many of you there. Please visit our calendar of events for more information. Lynn Heights, NFB of Pia State Affiliate President. A monthly meeting for those who live in the Greater Harrisburg Area. Saturday, March 18, 2023 at 10 a.m. Erie County Chapter Meeting. A monthly meeting for those who live in Erie County, Pennsylvania. Saturday, March 18, 2023 at 2 p.m. Blind Parents Group Monthly Meeting, a monthly meeting for blind parents, grandparents, and their supporters. Saturday, March 18, 2023 at 7 p.m., Pennsylvania Association of Guide Dog Users, a monthly meeting for those who have or are considering getting a guide dog as well as their supporters. Saturday, March 25th, 2023 at 4 p.m., White Canes Connect Podcast. Did you know that the National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania has a podcast? It is hosted by members David Goldstein and Lisa Bryant, yahoo.com. So what did you think? I'd love to know your feedback. Reach out on social media at David Benj, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and on YouTube. And on YouTube, remember, you can watch, well, you can listen to these podcasts if you're sitting at home wondering, hey, what should I do? What's on YouTube? Well, I am, but you don't need to watch anything. (laughs) So again, that's at David Benj on all those places I just mentioned. And I'd love your feedback. You can also reach out via email. I can't see you podcast at gmail.com. I can't see you podcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of it. Let me know if you have any questions, comments, show ideas. If you have someone in mind who would be great for blind bosses, I'd love to know them or at least know their name and I can reach out to them. I've gotten some positive feedback from blind bosses. If you haven't checked out, Last week's episode, episode 220 of I Can't See You was the first time I called it Blind Bosses. And I hope to do more in the future because I did enjoy doing it. I like the format of it. And as I've been told, (laughs) people have enjoyed it. So again, if you have anybody in mind, let me know. You can also reach out via phone, 646-926-6350. Again, 646-926-6350. Five You've got up to three minutes. Please leave your name and your town. If you do leave a message, I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you think of the AI version of me. Again, one more time, 646-926-6350. I would appreciate any feedback and any voicemails that are left. We will play on an upcoming episode. And speaking of that, the episode 062 of, <laughs> of White Gains Connect. Paul Howard is originally from Indiana. And he is in the NFB of Indiana, or was in the NFB of Indiana. He's since moved to California. He talked about Indiana a lot during the episode. And when we got done, Lisa said to me, every time he said Indiana, did you think of anything? And and I didn't. And then she sang the words from a Jackson 5 song, going back to Indiana or something like that. And I'm sorry if you, if now that I put that song in your head, if you're familiar with it. Well, I wasn't familiar with it, and then I learned it. Well, at the end of that episode, episode 062, Lisa said, and let me know if you've ever heard that song before, if if you thought of that every time Paul mentioned Indiana. And (laughs) And we did get a great voicemail from a lady named Janice in Columbia, South Carolina, who agreed with Lisa and actually sang a few bars of going back to Indiana. So uh, I will have that in an upcoming episode. It'll be one where Lisa is on. Lisa is really busy with some writing assignments. So the next couple of episodes that haven't been recorded yet will be just me. And uh, so I don't want to play that until she's on an episode with me, because I think it would be funny to get her feedback. I'd already sent her the audio clip from that. So she heard it and, uh, it, <laughs> it did make her happy. And this lady was very, it, it was a great, a great voicemail. So, uh, maybe I'll, maybe that'll be a just listen, uh, here as well. But again, please reach out 646-926-6350. I really do appreciate you listening to episode 221 show notes as always can be found over at I not see and just add backslash 221. That's ICan'tSeeYou.com slash 221. Remember, I Can't See You sounds like a whole sentence, but it's only seven characters long. I-C-A-N-T-C-U dot com slash 221. Thanks again for listening to this episode of I Can't See You. Again, I really do appreciate it, and I appreciate your support over the years. Be well, stay safe, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the I Can't See You podcast with David. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And don't forget to share the podcast with your friends.